What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is Highlight Episode 14. On this episode, uh, we cover episodes 57, 58, and 59 of the normal podcast. Uh, go over some beats, Tourette, Swamp People, uh, talk to Rusty. There's some Fortnite, talk about racism, Discord, Big Bang Theory, New Math, Energy Drinks, uh, Funerals. You know, it's uh, an exciting one. Thanks for checking us out. A podcast with Mo. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Snappy's back on the track. Like a junkie or fiend. Uh, I have a whole uh, verse that starts off with back on the track like a junkie or fiend. Smoking, rapping cracker, if you know what I mean. Something like that. I don't remember exactly. But anyway, I thought you memorized it, and we're going to fucking do it right no, here. No, I didn't memorize it. My bad. Uh, I will say I made an official announcement today. Um, not that anyone really cares, but I'm going to try to start uploading my beats. I'll have my 100-beat thing finished, hopefully, and all my videos made by June 1st. So starting June 1st, we're going to put up the big old round titties beat um, in the video and all that. I'm not going to sell that one. I want any rapper available to download it, rap on it for free. Rap uh, on some big old round titties. I guess fucking upload it to Spotify. Just fucking give me a goddamn my kick back on DistroKid if you got that. I don't give a fuck. Use whatever you want. That's how we're going to start off. Uh, you got to also say featuring Snappy of a podcast with Mo podcast. Uh, if, if you know, you're uploading it somewhere. Anyway, we'll, we'll make sure all that shit's in there. Um, so I got to finish all, I got 10 more beats to finish, a bunch of videos to make. So that's where I'm at there. I'm going to be very busy. I've already got the next two music podcasts recorded. They're going to come out this Friday and next Friday. We're going to two Fridays in a row it. And, uh, yeah, I've been making myself way busy for some reason when I could just not, but I do make, it makes me feel important. So I think that that matters. You got to have busy work. Right. So I won't think about how shitty my life's going. I need to explain this real quick because we just mentioned Hurricane Haynes. And uh, he is a patron, and I really wanted to go to his bachelor party. I was invited. Uh, his friend Corey hit me up a while ago and asked me, told me about it. And it was like, we're going to horse races at this one place. Just be there. And that was like my only fucking information and i was like well that's not a lot of information for me who doesn't like doing stuff and it's also i don't like doing stuff but like i'm not familiar with this i don't this doesn't seem like a place that i'm gonna necessarily like enjoy myself oh, so you're doing it the weekend of the kentucky derby i guess that's that's a great race to bet on do it uh well i'm not i've already let travis know i'm not so but the way it worked was uh, taylor who's on the spot he hit me up and was like well you can ride with me because i said dude honestly i don't know where the fuck i'm going I ain't trying to drive fucking with the city, honestly. Uh, by the way, for anyone outside of the state of Oklahoma, we call Oklahoma City the city, and everyone knows what we're talking about. Oh, so yeah. that's just a shorthand. Um, you've been explained now for in the future or the past episodes when this has happened. And I was like, man, I ain't trying to drive the city and all that shit. And I don't have any money. I'm fucking so broke this month. Like, it's crazy how little money I have. And he was like, oh, it's cool you don't have to have much money and you can just ride with me. And my wife's also going to the bachelorette party. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then I thought about it. Right. It was like, I was pretty much sold at this point in time in my head. I was like, we're going to go for like 
the fucking horse bed. I'll ride with Taylor. It's like a three hour thing or whatever, and we'll be home, and then I can record podcast. Because again, I I make myself really busy on the weekends. Like I'm like, I gotta finish this and this because I'm trying to build my digital empire of fucking nothing. And I was like, all right, well, what time are we gonna get home? And Taylor's like, well, we'll leave at 10 a.m. and we'll get home at midnight. And I was like, whoa, hold the fuck up. And I was like, dude, ain't no way I'm doing shit for 14 hours. There's just no 14 way. 14 hours, yeah. Ain't no way. I was like, <laughs> dude, I don't even have kids. And I'm like, fuck that. 14 hours of a weekend of my fucking weekend. And like, I love Travis. Travis is great. And I even hit up Travis personally outside of town. I was like, hey, man, fuck, 14 hours, bro. Like, this is cool and shit. But that's a long time, man, for me. And then Travis was like, it's cool. I understand you don't like people and shit. And I was like, it's not even that. That's just a long fucking time. And I was like, some not or come down here, be on the podcast. I'll come up there, hang out with you, do whatever. But fuck, I ain't, I just can't do this here for 14 hours at a fucking horse track or some shit. That's crazy. Anyway, just let everyone know that's where I'm at and why I didn't go to a bachelor party for one of my biggest supporters. And I feel really bad about it, but that's, I feel justified with that. I mean, if it was like down the street at a local bar and it'd be like a three hour event, you'd go. Exactly. Exactly. For my bachelor party, powwows fucking throw me a bachelor party was coming over and playing fucking NHL hockey on the PS4 for a couple hours. And that's all we did. And he was like, and that was like somehow a bachelor party because he just left the wife and kids at home and he never did that. And I was like, cool. Now, I mean, I'm not saying I was against it, but, you know, we could have done something different. Right. And then for his bachelor party, because I didn't have to throw it because he was like, we got taken care of. We already have a plan. And I was like, oh, this will be, you know, fun. Or oh, whatever. he acted like you had some plans? Right, for his own. Like, he was like, his grandpa had plans for his own for Powell's bachelor party before he got married. So we go up to, uh, we're in Tulsa. That's where he's getting married at. And my wife goes to his wife's bachelor at party. And they went bowling, the bachelorette party, and drank, at least they drank some beers. What we did is we went to a billiards hall in which we all played pool, and I hadn't played pool in like 10 years. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about playing pool. I suck at this shit. Why are we here? This isn't fun. And I was a dick, right? I'm not Even great at pool, but I do enjoy playing pool. I used pool. to love it. That night, I realized. I will admit right now, my wife can kick my ass at pool. See, I, when I was She's 13, I won a pool tournament in our hometown, uh, or in my hometown, and I beat all my friends who are better than me, and they got fucking pissed because I won because I won the tournament, and then I won this uh, pool stick that looked all fucking cool. So there was a time in my life I was all about it. It just had been so long, and I was so bad. But anyway, we left because we had to make it to the laser tag for the midnight laser tag round that was gonna last fucking forty five minutes or some shit. And I was like, what? Are we do- how? Why are we doing this? This is tags fun. So we went back up with the bachelorette party, and we all done laser tag together. So at least my wife was there, you know, and uh, and me and her weren't married at the time, whatever. But so we r- walked around together, and once I realized, like about a minute in, I'm not running, not on this shit, like not the place we were at or whatever. Oh, and by the way, there was a bronies party happening after us. And I just watched the Bronies documentary like a day before this. So I was like real into that culture, familiar with it anyway. And all these little fucking skinny 20-year-old kids dressed up in my little pony outfits. And I was like, 
What yeah, the I, fuck is going? It thank was, you for explaining. I had no fucking clue what you were talking about. Oh, dude, you gotta look up. There's a Bronies documentary on Netflix that explains the culture, right, and I think they're a bunch of pedophiles. But apparently, they just love the cartoon. Uh, I don't want to watch a bunch of pedophiles. That's the last thing I want. I think watch. it's important to be aware. And then something else, and people are claiming it happened in Duncan, Oklahoma, which is near where I'm from. Um, there was a girl with Tourette's at the movies. Uh, it was like to see Avengers, and she was having uh, like you know spasms and noises. You know, like she makes weird like right. Tourette's isn't like we were taught growing up as kids off Deuce Bigelow that you just yell fucking shit. Right, that's what you think it is, but normally it's actually just random noises and. Um, so the way the story goes is this girl got kicked out of the movies and the management told them they had to leave because like 13 other people complained about their noises, right? Now, I don't know, again, if this actually happened in Duncan, Oklahoma. That's just what I've seen on my Facebook. Uh, and almost everyone I've seen has been on the girl with Tourette's side. They're think- like, they paid for the ticket. They should be able to enjoy the movie. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm honestly like, and I feel like, and I know Will Ferrell's the villain of Zoolander, but you know when he's like, am I on fucking crazy pills? Like, that's what I felt reading about all these comments. And I'm not against disabled people. I don't want to come across this way at all. But I feel like when you have a certain condition, certain things are off limits to you now. And I think one thing is being if you're yelling in the middle of a movie that you can't control. And now I will say in uh, the Tourette's family's, Tourette Girl family's defense, they claimed that she would have the ability once the movie started to control it, but she just wasn't doing that during the previews. Oh. Hmm. See, I don't... That seems like a weird, you know, do sex machina scenario. Maybe if I was the manager, I would have done a special viewing. Maybe. That's, uh... It costs... They have to pay money, I'm sure, for every time they film that shit, or run those, though. Oh. I don't know exactly. Come on, man. It's a pro bono, and they give you all the publicity in the world. Yeah, so I don't it know. It would have been better publicity than you're getting now. So I do understand why everyone is on the you know the Tourette's girl side of, like, she can't help it. That's her condition. She paid money for the movie, and her and her family want to enjoy it. But, or wait till it's, like, almost out of theaters, and there's not as many people there because they're less likely. I, don't, I know that's mean, and people are like, well, she wants to see the movie now, but... I just think they're like my dad hasn't not went to the movie theater since I've known him, which and I've known him since I was less than one years old, and uh, he just doesn't do the movies. He can't sit still. He like rocks in a chair and shit, and he I, fucking. I occasionally go to the movies, but it's not my thing right. at all. And so, like, my dad doesn't have anything diagnosed, but him himself is like, oh, I can't do it. Because quite frankly, my chair is more comfortable at home. I can get up and go get as much Mountain Dew as I want. See, I do go because I enjoy the John screen, the awesome um, sound system, and the John ass popcorn. Like that is all shit I love, and so I even kind of feel for this person once to have that experience. But I think if you're gonna go the biggest movie of all time released pretty early on in the showing, and then if 13 other customers did already complain about it and they were having to refund those people, I just I understand why the decision was made, and I think the person's taking a lot of shit for something. I'm like. That seemed kind of like what I thought would have happened. But maybe I'm completely in the wrong. It's 2019. I th- I just think if a Tourette's person wants to go into movies, they're going to go into movies. 
but we went and saw the movie Long Shot. Actually, hold on. Before that, we watched the TV show Swamp People for the first time <laughs> in over five years. It hasn't changed. So uh, history, uh, if you've never listened to Mon and Pow Wow's podcast, and he'll be on in a few weeks, and he was on a few weeks ago. Uh, me and Pow Wow used to live together, and he was my best friend, all that. Except he has like shitty taste in TV, in my opinion. Like compared to like me and you were like, we want prestigious, well-written, scripted shit. And Pow was like, huh, you see that new uh, Alaskan Bush people? You know, and you're like, what? But it always is entertaining. It is. I mean, Powell has a knack for finding entertaining reality shows. <laughs> so uh, we used to watch every episode of Swamp People when I lived with Powell for the first three seasons. You probably. had me, you picked the show, then you had me make two guesses. Right. I said, it's a show Powell used to love. And I said, Ancient Aliens? <laughs> yeah. And I said, no, that's close though. And then Swamp People was number two. Right. And so we watched a whole episode of Swamp People. It is the exact same show. Um, the only thing that was interesting is seeing like, oh, Troy's son is now on his own boat. And that wasn't like that before. But you have Troy still with the tree shaker, you know, boy, that <laughs> voice that um, is so familiar. So honestly, I didn't hate it. Hey, what's up, cuz? Hey, are we? All right. So I gave you a little intro of that. We grew up together. You're older than me. You influenced my video games and rap music interests probably quite a bit. So and then we'll talk about Final Fantasy. So that's all the intro you have at the moment. Fantastic. Fantastic. So anything you need to you need to get out there now that you're finally on the podcast. I know you've listened to some before, so. You know, uh, now now that I'm here, I can I can really feel like I'm voicing my conservative uh, mindset whenever I send those emails in, uh, which is is what I'm going for here. So, <laughs> right, and honestly, my biggest complaint from people is that I'm not conservative enough. But I literally, I just have to be a contrarian, and if I'm con- surrounded with conservative people i can't act conservative and if i'm surrounded with liberal people i can't act liberal so it's just the way i am you know that's there's nothing wrong with that i mean that helps get uh, opinions out there right if people are just stating their side and they don't get like confronted with it what fun is that right and a lot of times i don't even agree with the stuff i say i just say it uh, (laughs) because i find it to be uh, interesting Japanese RPG games or just turn-based, you know, games like that is you don't necessarily have to be good. Like you can get good by just learning and then also you can just grind and level up. So whenever I play games that that's not an option and I'm like, oh, I just have to realize I'm shit at this. There's no, <laughs> there's no way around it. <laughs> so those are the ones I have, I have a tough time with. A, a sad realization there. So <laughs> exactly, nothing you can I can really do about it. That that was that was what ended me on uh, Fortnite is the realization that I'm just not good at this. <laughs> yeah, see Fortnite, uh, they, I haven't played in forever, and I even think about downloading because I see Pow Wow and Wyatt, you know, some other people play it every night, and I'm like, man, I don't. There's just no game I love like that, or whatever. At least not in a really long time, and. I've thought about downloading it, but the last time I played it, I won. (laughs) So I was like, you know, I went out on top where I got a, I don't know. But I also see a lot of people hating on it for what I think is no reason. Like, if you don't like a game, that's fine. You can just not like a game. You don't have to 
have like this real elaborate shit about why it sucks. Like we have a cousin, Brandon. I don't know if you're friends with him on Facebook, but pretty much every day is just him bitching about the world loving Fortnite, but he loves Call of Duty and he thinks that's better. And I oh, see those those are the same thing to me. I mean, they're both shooter games. I agree. <laughs> I'm I'm on board with you. But I just every day want to be like, dude, you're just a fanboy for something else. You're no different <laughs> than the people you're over here bitching about. Bizarre. It's just the VCR from Idiocracy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forced my wife to watch that uh, probably about a month ago, maybe a little more, because she had just never seen it. And literally every ne- every week since we've watched it, she has a moment of like, how have I never seen that movie? Everything in the in the world is like that movie. I'm like, I know. Exactly. It really is. <laughs> it's so crazy how much, like almost now since she's seen it, I can just go around going, I like boobs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Like Dak yeah. Shepard's whole thing is they'll be like, I'm going to give you lots of money. I like money. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it opened up a whole new uh, conversation between you and your wife now that she's seen it. Exactly. <laughs> like one thing I, I don't remember who it was on a show. They were saying, you know, we don't need any regulations on anything. And that's, you know, I, I vote libertarian on, on most things. So. That's something I should kind of agree with. But Joe Rogan was like, dude, my dad was in construction. And if you didn't have regulations, a lot of these guys would cut corners and you'd have a shitty house. And then the mm-hmm. argument to that is like, well, the free market would make sure those guys don't get jobs. And the guys that are good would have keep the jobs because they done good work. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that doesn't all like libertarian thoughts always rely way too much on trust. So even though I vote that way, I'm like, I don't know if we can trust anybody <laughs> to do all always do the right thing. <laughs> So. Right. Like, like in that situation though, like how many people are like, you're, you're hurting the poor, right? Cause the poor are going to go out there and get the best deal ever, you know, cause that's right. what they can afford. Exactly. And so how many poor people are going to have their houses fall on them before you're like, Oh, maybe we should have put some rules in place. <laughs> What's well, like uh, the old story. I don't know what it's from. Probably something famous of like, you know, a rich person can go buy a pair of boots that'll last them for 10 winners for $50. You know, and the poor person can buy the pair of boots that's $10, but it's going to last them one year, you know? So it's like the rich get richer because that's more or less an investment. I know for me personally, I can look around in my life and be like, I think it should be like this, but I also don't take into consideration literally most of the population. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm, and that's, that's kind of my take on like a lot of what I hear um, as far as like racism in the world, right? Like I know racism exists, but like me being, being a white person and stuff, I don't, I don't necessarily feel bad about the racism around me because, you know, I went to college with, with people of different races and they, they were just fine, you know, for the most part. And I haven't been racist to them. So, so it's not my reality. Like it's out there. It's part of the real world, but it's not the reality around me, you know? Right. Um, I mean, so, so it's like you can't go to somebody and be like, why are you screaming that racism exists? Racism doesn't exist. People don't get stopped in their cars just because they're black or whatever. But if that person had been stopped and he knows that he was not speeding and stuff like that, that's his reality. That's real for him. I don't know if it's 
a widespread issue or not, but for him it is, right? Like for him, it's his reality, and I can't speak to that. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, so how's your week been, man? It's been fucking wonderful. Right on. Uh, I switched to day shift. Yeah, so your whole life's different now. It is. You can see I the sun. Home, I get the kids. Uh, basically do nothing for a couple hours and cook dinner and hang out with the wife a little bit. I actually get to sleep with my wife again. Hey, yo. I know. Have another We're kid. not on off. No. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I probably need to update my resume. Yeah, dude, I fucking hate looking for jobs and doing resumes. It's the worst. I've been using the same one for a little while now. Oh, yeah. See, I I had to make one. You know, I got my last job, and it was all right. I just don't – I haven't had that many jobs. I just get a job, and I stay there. And so when it's like work experience, it's like this one fucking place for a long time. Well, oh, this other place for a long time. Well, I worked at Mazios for a long time, and then I had a two-year job, and now I've been here three years. So I kind of go and stay as well. Right. I don't know. I just, I'm never like, I don't ever look for another job. Even now, I know I need to look for another job that pays better because I probably have a skill set where I could make a little more money. Um, but I'm like, ah, I'm used to it. I got it all worked out where I come home to the podcast, make some beats, and then my work's not that stressful. So I feel like you got to take the small victories, right? But it's also mainly because I'm so introverted and I hate interviewing and all that shit. I just hate it. No, so. I always feel like I'm being judged. Yeah. Well, I get told a lot of like, well, you have a math degree. Well, you'll be way too smart for this. You won't like it. And I'm like, if I'm applying for this job, I'm I'm applying for this job. I don't. It's like a weird fucking out. Right. If you don't want to hire me, that's fine. But it's a weird fucking thing to say as a reasoning. Um, all right. I briefly touched on our discord. And I'm going to talk about it again. I know I've been talking about a lot on this podcast, but it's just been popping off in the discord lately. And I really think if you listen to this podcast at all, and there's like 30 of you or something, maybe out on a there good week you're on a good week um they do listen to it and i think it's pretty fun you can talk to co-hosts that are on here and myself and people are just sharing gifts and making fun of each other and we have different channels for different shit you want to talk about we got politics and religion and pot smoking and music feedback and topic ideas top five ideas since no one emails us i felt like this discord thing could get out be an idea to get some things to talk about uh, so far, I really feel like it's been pretty cool. It has. Yeah, uh, Brad Strick's work. I had to meet like at a football game, like in Dallas or something, and uh, like chief out in the parking lot before the game or something. Or well, just... Dallas would be really far for him, so I think you're really fucking him on that situation. Like, Let little. me drive three hours, and you can just get on a plane. Maybe a little. Fly to Dallas. Ma- ma- maybe a little. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you and Brad Sturek seem to – I'm trying to call him Brad. And I've tried really hard to just start calling him Brad because that's what he wanted to be called when he was co-hosting. But it's hard when you called someone by their cool rap name for months. I know. We've been talking about him. And since we're talking about him, let me just say another thing. I have a new idea for you. I think you need to work on, like, a grown-up R&B album, but just call it Brad X. Like, you're all grown up. You're like, hey, lady, it's Brad X. You know, Brad, and he just keeps it like that. Brad here. Right. Let me talk to you real quick. Be like a pull of Luther Vandross. Right. I think we could. I mean, I'll help produce it or whatever. Um, we'll figure it out. That's, I think, a goal. I just think, came in the other day driving. I was like, oh, it should be so funny if he, like, 
Because he has his persona of Bradster X and he had, wears his fucking hockey mask. It would be really funny if he had this Brad X that was all, you know, basically whenever Steve Urkel became Stefan in Family Matters and he just became like the cool, suave version. Oh, that's yeah. my general idea at the moment. Yeah, I'm probably not going to. I hadn't even been to see the end game yet. Yeah, I, I'm, I think it's super cool. I don't care about it. Like, not like to pat myself on the back, but it's like one of those, like, people are fucking crying, grown men and shit, which is a fun conversation I mean, you can totally have in a minute. Um, but people are just fucking freaking out about it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. And I've seen a lot of spoilers. Well, I said you will buy it. I was like, well, I'll watch it then. Right. Well, there's a lot of spoilers uh, online, you know, now, because they gave like a one week, no one put spoilers on the internet, truce, and everyone pretty much abided. And then now people are just posting all these memes that spoil shit. So I know, like, in general what happens and I've just, I was never drawn into any of the characters in the superhero movies. And none of the movies were ever so good that I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Except I really like the original Captain America. And no one else seems to like that. And I like the original Iron Man. But all the rest were kind of like, yeah, all right. For I think me. Iron Man, it was a good, I, I liked Iron Man. Yeah, actually, I like the first one of those in the first Captain America. But first Avengers was so fucking blah to me that I was like, ah, I'm out. Fuck them. But. Yeah. There's, it hadn't really pulled me in, but I mean, I'll watch them. Someone's right. got a DVD sitting there. All right. Right, exactly. If, and the thing is, if I watch movies, I would probably watch them. I literally only go watch movies in the theater. And then if I don't, I'm every once in a while, I'll see a movie. Like, we'll go to a Red Box or some shit, right? Like, he'll be like, oh, let's rent this movie. Or I'll, like, download one. Or It's even rare to be on Netflix and me watch a movie. I'm like, oh, let's watch a TV show. I just way prefer a TV show. 10 times out of 10, I will never choose a movie over a TV show. I used to be into watching movies, and we got a ton of them. And every now and then, I'll sit down through the whole thing. But about 45 minutes, I'm done. Right. I get up and start wandering around. Yeah, and I mean, so I could probably sit there. And it used to be cigarettes, right? I'd be like, fuck, I can't sit through a whole new movie. I got to smoke a cigarette. And so like that was probably a part of it that got me like this. But I just think that we're in a golden age of TV where, like, if you had to like throw all the TV shows that are out out now and you picked one at random, do the same thing with movies, you have a better chance of getting a good TV show. There's just a lot of good, even shit I don't even like. I'm like, well, it's good. It's well made or whatever. Uh, you can always get into it. So I'm just always like, oh, I would much rather. Like I, for instance, started rewatching How I Met Your Mother. And I used to, I usually hate on it because I just think it's a shit show. I, I remember it was something I liked in college. And then as I look back on it, I was like, man, the show was not as good as I thought it was. And as I've been going back to the first season, I'm like, it didn't age very well. Like, the Barney Stinson character totally did not age well at all, right. I would say. Um, but he probably didn't age well even at the time. He was a little over the top. So, And still, the only thing that makes that show any good is Jason Siegel and then the Bandcamp chick, which I know that's she's done way more than the American Pie Bandcamp chick, but that's what she'll always be to me. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, them two, if it wasn't for them two on that show and their relationship, there'd be nothing like about that show. So as I'm rewatching season one, I'm like, it's bullshit. And I would much rather rewatch a show that I don't even think that is that good than watch a movie. Damn. That's what I'm getting at here. I watch fucking Big Bang Theory every episode and it's trash. That is a trash show. But I'm like, shit, I'm already fucking, what is it, season 12 or some shit? You really don't like Big Bang Theory? It's just not good. It's mm. just not funny. Like, you can sit there and watch it, and it's just not funny. And, I like, it's like people that I wouldn't hang out with, so it, it, it amuses me. See, and I understand, like, their characters, and there were episodes that used to be funny. I would argue the first couple seasons are a little funnier, 
But then eventually they got to where it's like, let's just make the nerd say some words that people don't get, and then we're going to hit laugh on the laugh track. And then you're like, wait, why did the laugh track laugh at that? Because fucking 60 people in a room, if that was quote-unquote a real audience, wouldn't have understood that joke because they don't have a fucking physics degree. So, like, I don't know. Understood. I think said understand it. Whatever I said earlier. Uh I just don't understand how anyone can actually think Big Bang Theory is funny. Now, I say all that, and I just said I've watched every episode because I'm already this far in. And I'm like, well, let's fucking watch it through to the end. They keep making them, though. Oh, another thing happened this week. Last night, actually, and it was a whole thing, and I'm going to sound all annoyed at my wife, but it's just for effect of the story, if I do. She calls me. Cause I'm waiting to take my dog to the park yesterday because that's what I do. And she calls me and she's like, hey, you need to come out in the front porch. And I was like, why? And she's like, you have to come out in the front porch. So I go out on the front porch. There's a stray dog there, right? That's been fucking in the fucking mud. It's all pitiful, starving shit. Was it my worms or whatever? And so to me, and the type of person I am, once that happened, okay, I guess we're adopting this dog because you can't just fucking have a dog on our porch and petting it and shit. Like, I don't know. So... We do all this shit, bathe it, and all this stuff. Um, and then, clearly, uh, my wife is regretting this decision because she's like, "We don't, we can't have a second dog." And I was like, "I agree." And but we're already kind of too late. We've already went down that road. You know, here we are. Is where I'm mad on it. And I was like, "Unless we find who the fucking owner is, then we're gonna have to take care of this second dog." That's just where it's what it's come to at the moment. So she went down the street, finally found the owner and it was some guy that was missing an ear and a finger and i was like well fuck i hopefully you can take care of this little thing and then i noticed him putting up boards after that to like keep it on the porch i don't think he's letting it inside he's like just trying to fence it in on their front porch which i think is a shit idea to me in today's modern world um and people could disagree if your dog is not allowed inside you you don't deserve a dog i know that's fucking weird because there's people that live out on farms like dude I, I i get it i would say even 10 years ago i got it but in today's world, I just it's just not how it is. And it's like, fucking dogs are goddamn man's best friend. You got to let your dog inside. That's where I'm at. My two dogs are inside. That's where I'm at these days. So I know even growing up, we had dogs that were just outside. But that's just at least my personal opinion. Hey, just what the, the weather's changed from when we were kids. Yeah, it's fucking extreme these days, I feel like. In my opinion, it is. Okay, another random topic for you because you're a parent, and I see this argument. I feel like I may have brought this up on the podcast before, but fuck it. Um, I see people posting this shit of like, I would rather my kid come to me when they're a teenager and know they can trust me as a friend than be scared of the punishment I would give them. And I'm just like, I again, I don't have a kid, you know, it's on something I have, but I feel like in my gut, I'm the exactly opposite of that. No, I want my kid to come to me, but they're still going to pay my consequences. Right. And I think it's probably a fine line. But I, to me, when I read it, I read it as like, okay, so you would rather your kid just go out and do the dumbest fucking things and then just come home and brag to you about doing dumb shit. And you're not going to get mad? Because I'm like, I think it's fucked up. I think it's no. not the right thing to be like, I would rather them feel confident to trust me as a friend than no, for I mean, me like to- if they was like drunk don't drive fucking call me yeah you're gonna get your ass in well, trouble. well right my mom would say get, that you're gonna get your ass in trouble but right there at the very end of high school my mom relented on the not only related my mom was like oh sure i'll call it's fine which i always was like fucking hypocrites because it's illegal as, illegal as fuck for us to be drinking at 18 or 17 or whatever mm-hmm. and you're like quit smoking pot 
I'm like, it's they're both illegal. Why are we condoning one? Um, so that stuff was a little different. But just in general, like, for instance, if I failed something at school, I would probably just be like, all right, I got to work really hard to bring my grade back up. Then my mom just needs to not find out I failed that test, right? I'm not going to, like, go home and then be like, cry about it and then bitch about a teacher and then be like, come on, mom, be my friend and support me in this. Because my mom, I think, in that area would be like, what? You fucking failed? And it wouldn't be met with, like, a you'll get them next time. It would have been met with the, like, you're not fucking going anywhere. Right. Right? Like, so. Yeah, if I didn't have A's and B's, holy yeah. shit. Try that. I was like, I have a B in English, and I would expect to have A's and everything else. And if I had a B in something, I'm sure I didn't get But I never could have a C. You know, that would have been a whole fucking thing, I'm sure. I never tested it, so I don't really know. But I imagine. I did have a C in uh, fucking geometry. I got a medal in geometry. Algebra 2 and trig was a different story, but geometry whooped my ass. A lot of people are like that. But, but now I, I can't I can't fucking remember half the time. Right. It's like if I read the instructions, I, okay, now I remember. But. New math, though, man. Yeah, I can't do the new math, huh? I can because I watch, but it's like they took the Putnam Squares of Biology uh, DNA section, and they're like, do math with that. And it's like, why, why are we doing this? What's... Why is there this extra bars and graphs and squares? Um, if people aren't familiar, because again, I don't have a kid, but I've synced it now. Uh, they have this new math where it's like, instead of taking 35 times 12 and doing it the way we would do it, you know, with the fucking two times the five and two times the three and then the one, and you do the little shit. Now they take, that would be 30 plus five and then 10 plus two. And then you make a 30 and a five and a 10 and a two into this graph and then you multiply down, and then everything in the bar squares, you take all of those, and you add those together. And that gets your answer. And it does. And I'm not saying it doesn't. Right. But it's like, why are we like adding four, four or five fucking steps to simple multiplication? I know. <laughs> Question. So I am a little worried about the next generation of kids. But then again, they all have calculators. They don't need to do any of it. You got anything else we need to talk about? Man, uh, the other day, my son, he's obsessed with drinking milk. He hadn't had a soda in like three or four years. Oh, hell yeah. By his own choice. Right. And uh, he was in there drinking milk, and I, we was, we like to fuck with each other. That's right. kind of our relationship. And I started fucking with him, and he about spit out his milk all over. You know, like when you take a drink and someone makes you laugh. And my wife's like, you better not make him spit that milk out. I just thought about it. I was like, yeah, that would be pretty gross, you know? Fucking milk all in the carpet and shit. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that wouldn't be your fault. Well, I was purposely trying to make him laugh. Yeah. You need to get good. That's... So, someone makes me laugh, I'm going to lose my Mountain Dew or Monster or whatever. Yeah, you drink a lot of Monsters. Uh, energy drinks I've always hated, except Nelly when he made he put out Pimp Juice when I was in high school and it tasted like Kool-Aid. And I was like, this is great. But in Man, general... The Monsters don't give me energy. It's just I really like the taste. I just can't stand any energy drink because they all have that same aftertaste of Red Bulls is the strongest for sure. And then other energy drinks are people that love them and be like, yeah, man, but this one doesn't give the aftertaste. And I'm like, yeah, every fucking one of them does. There's got to be something with Redline because when I was working third shift, all these, we had 80% of our crew ended up being drug court. Oh, okay. And half of them, the ones that got busted for meth and shit, would always come in drinking this thing called Redline. 
There's a, someone across the room had a red line, and this little meth head girl had no teeth. Right. Eyes got about that big around, like she just did a fucking line. And, Damn. So now you get like, the red God, line. I was like, I know. Oh, speaking of energy drinks, uh, you ever heard of one called Banger? I've heard of Bang. I thought it was called. Or Bang. Yeah. <laughs> my nephew comes home the other day and says, Dad, he goes, uh, I got my first Bang. And of course, my brother, you right. know, Thug Nasty. Yeah, yeah. He, he's all like, you got your first bang? He goes, well, tell me about it. He said his wife got all pissed. Don't you be encouraging him to do that shit. Because <laughs> he's talking about the energy drink. Right. That's great. Uh, I just can never do it. I don't know. I'm glad I don't. Because people are addicted to those motherfuckers. Like, uh, a lot of people I know just fucking love that shit. But I just can't. I drink one drink. I'm like, ugh. Waste of money. It's like fucking three bucks for one of those fucking cans or some shit. Not if you buy it by bulk. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, I got into coffee. In the winter, I'll get into coffee, which to me is the closest thing I'll get to an energy drink. And then eventually, I'm always like, it makes my throat's always sore and rough. So yeah, you think each it. one of us kids on that side of the family would be addicted to coffee. Fucking we coffee was, and cigarettes, Or yeah. maybe we just hate coffee because we was around it so fucking much. I don't hate coffee, though. I just don't ever make it. Right. Well, to me, I didn't honestly start loving coffee um, until my wife introduced uh, creamer. So, like, for instance, everyone normally does black coffee, you know, where, in our family. But then, like, Penny would do creamer, but she done... Like the powder creamer, right? And it was just original. And so I would try that. I was like, oh, this is shit. I don't like this at all. But my wife was like, no, we're going to get fucking the French vanilla creamer that looks like milk. Like it's a fucking big liquid jug, right? Yeah. And when you put that shit in the coffee, it is fucking delicious. That and a whole bunch of sugar. That and a whole bunch of sugar. And, and it's I ain't going to lie. I doctor my coffee up. It's damn near a cappuccino. Yeah. But. It's like so delicious. It's just a dessert. It's a dessert in a cup. And I drink it. I'm like, this is great. But like I said, I do that for like four or five months every day and I do a huge fucking thermos on my way to work and then eventually like my stomach and throat just can't take it anymore and then I quit for the summer and then eventually I'll go back to coffee yeah, that's I'll get how on I a coffee it. kick but not like these people work these people motherfuckers show up hour hour and a half early and sit there and drink coffee like I have a guy I work with who didn't drink anything but coffee for five years that's all he drinks he doesn't drink water he tried to give blood and they were like sir you have the most dehydrated veins we've ever seen When's the last time you drank water? And he was like, five years ago. But all coffee sends. And he's so country. And it's he recently, within the last couple months, he'll go get him a Powerade like once a week. Yeah. And then just fucking down it. Like, he'll just turn it up, down a whole fucking Powerade. Well, you don't drink anything cold. I know. And then nothing else but coffee all the time. And it, I just stare at him all the time. Like, how on earth do you only drink fucking hot-ass black coffee? The people on our side of the family. Your dad like, was kind of like that, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, and this guy that I'm talking about, I always say he reminds me of one of our dad's brothers. He just has the vibe and the feel of he could be one of their brothers. So I I get along with him really well because I understand it. You know, I get his personality type. Uh, But anyway, yeah, coffee's a fucking thing. See, they always stood in a circle and fucking smoked cigarettes. We just want to sit in a circle (laughs) and smoke joints. Right. Oh, I saw someone shared this thing uh, where when you die, you can have your ashes turn into a record that plays on a record player. My wife wants to do the tree thing. Yeah, I never knew if that was actually real or just like a concept. I believe it's real. Okay. I thought it was like a company trying to get funded sort of thing. uh, I don't know. I guess I better look into it. Right. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't really care. I just don't want anyone to waste money. A long time ago, I watched... 
Penn, Penn and Teller's bullshit. It's a TV show you have, and they done this whole thing on funerals and how it's a fucking bullshit industry. And they sell you on like you want a vacuum seal. Make sure you get the vacuum sealed coffins. But like, if you actually do the research, within a month they explode because of pressure and like it just doesn't matter, right? It's all, all right. bullshit. They sell you to upsell you on shit that doesn't fucking matter. And they prey on you on this whole like. But wouldn't your loved one prefer this nicely finished? Whatever that you have life insurance money that can do it, you know, and they they get you, right? They get right. you to up, updo all this shit, and so I've since then been like, fuck that, cremate me, turn me into a fucking frisbee, and take me to a dog park. I don't really care. Like, I just feel like it's so dumb to waste money on a tombstone funeral plot, fucking paying all these people to fuck with your dead body, and when fucking you see every year a news story about some guy's been fucking all the corpses at the funeral home, and you're like. Well, I don't want that to be me. I, uh-huh. I don't necessarily believe in an afterlife, but I still don't want anyone to fuck my dead body. Uh-huh. I would like that not wow. not to happen. Somehow I think I'd wake up and beat their ass. Yeah. Well, if you're dead, you're dead, sir. I don't think uh, that make it happen. Hey, it's my fantasy. <laughs> so your new sexual... Uh, oh, hell no. Okay. Um, I'm not into morbid shit. Oh, I guess... Last thing I'll touch on here is I have one more beat to make as of right now until I finish my 100 beats. So that's exciting. And then I have to make the videos for the last half of them. And I'm going to keep a lot of them to wrap on myself and not put up. So we'll see what happens there. And uh, yeah. So June 1st, I'm going to launch a beat store and YouTube videos. So people should keep an eye on that shit. And I don't necessarily think any listeners are going to be wanting to buy beats. But I'm sure I have a couple rappers that listen that may want to buy beats. I might even, like, I already gave one of Brad Sturex, right? I mentioned earlier. Uh, I might even upload that one and then just put sold immediately, right? To make it look like I'm really fucking doing shit. You know Why what I'm not? talking about? Like, make it look, look yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to make fake fake hype. I feel like it's a, a good plan as well. Um, but I, like I said, work with a couple of rappers, send them some beats. Hopefully they rap on them soon. Yeah, put one of them out. Yeah, put two or three of them out to say sold. Right. Even if they are not. Yeah. <laughs> Just be making it look like. Sorry, guys. So that might be the, the plan. If anyone out there makes beats or raps and has ideas on how I can market this, let me know. Because I've been watching fucking all these YouTube videos. This is how I made $10,000 my first month selling beats. And I'm like, fuck, that ain't going to happen. Chances are. Because they're just all like. All day, I did nothing but message rappers on Instagram. And for every 1,000 messages I sent, one would respond back and buy beats. So as long as you reach out to 10,000 rappers in a day. And I'm like, what Ten, the fuck? Wow. <laughs> I know. It's like, I can't do that shit. I don't so, even think I could send 10,000 emails in a day. I just don't think I could. Right. So, and I'm sure I'm somewhat exaggerating there. But I, I mean, I know it's like all a whole, like, you got to really put work to it. And I'll say I'm not going to, but. I'm just too introverted for this social media shit to be too good at it. What up? And that is uh, another episode of the highlights. I think it is 12, Murat? 14. Fuck, we're on 14. Um, So yeah, you know, just uh, keeping on, keeping on. I think we're two weeks away from the new season. Um, At the moment, getting actually pretty pumped about it. Uh, you know, I have a lot of energy, a lot of excitement for it. We're doing just one episode a week. Uh, I'll do more if we get like more listeners, you know, if there's a demand for it, I mean, I could probably do two a week, but we're going just one, uh, you know, and the highlight episodes, I really like going back and listening to them. I should have been listening to them back when they came out. I think it would have been helpful, but 
Uh, it just seemed like listening to myself seemed weird and narcissistic. But I think I'm just a narcissist because I'm enjoying it. Uh, so anyway, appreciate everyone listening to the core. This is from episode 57, 58, and 59. Uh, as we're moving on here, we're going to have more rappers calling in, which hopefully we have uh, you know, in the future on season two. So if anyone's listening and you know any or you are one or you know, you just know anyone that be going on a podcast, send them our way. Um, all right, that's all I got. So uh, appreciate you checking us out. Beats.